to the Principal Thing Talk Show, where wisdom meets purpose. Join host D. Gerard Lindsay each week as he connects the dots from the book of Proverbs that helps you to navigate life successfully and propel you into divine purpose. Listen in now. Hello, everyone. How are you? Welcome to the Principal Thing. It's where wisdom meets purpose. I just want to talk to you today. I appreciate over the last few weeks you've hung out with me, perhaps around the house, in the business office, uh, just in your spare time. I just really appreciate it. And I hope that I'm saying some things in such a way that it sounds, you know, down on the ground, grassroots level, in a way that you can pick it up, go through your day, makes things a little bit better for you because that's what wisdom is supposed to do. Wisdom is supposed to make everything better. You feel me? <laughs> so thanks a lot today, uh, this afternoon, tonight, you know, whatever time frame you're listening to this. I hope that I'll be able to say some things that perhaps you've already thought about, but uh, it'll help you to make some more connections and it'll make your life a little bit better. Those are the types of things that I want to share with you. I want to share some things that you're thinking, that you're feeling. And then as you begin to put it together, you ponder over it. You'll be like, you know what? D. Gerard, he hit it right on the head. You know, this is exactly what I'm thinking about. And this is what I need. So now I, I want to talk about the pandemic. And when I want to talk about the pandemic, I want to talk about it from a perspective of where we are, what we're dealing with or how we need to deal with things. Uh, there's some things that I've done completely differently uh, in the midst of this pandemic that has made some uh, positive turns in my life as well as my ministry. And uh, I want to share some things with you because one of the things that can happen as a result of this pandemic, you can find yourself getting depressed. You can find yourself in the isolation, really being isolated or at least feeling like you're being isolated. So I want to say some things today that hopefully you'll look at differently. You'll think about differently and it'll help you to move forward in things that you want to do perhaps around your dreams and or goals uh, that will make some positive uh, things happen for you. Okay. So as a result of the pandemic, what has happened is now we're wearing masks. Now we're at home more. We have these restrictions um, come back in at a certain time of the night or whatever. That's what we're moving towards. But what I really want you to do is think about it like this. Now you have some time with your family. You have some time, perhaps uh, from a job, co-workers, <laughs> you know, that type of thing. But I really want you to take more time to think about some of the perhaps in some instances, the adverse effects that this pandemic may have had on you or may have on you so that we can change that. I want to add some wisdom to it so that we can change it. OK. And here's the thing. Back to what I said uh, just a moment ago, we're wearing masks. Uh, there are some restrictions. You can't go out um, to certain places. Uh, you can't congregate, uh, can't get large crowds together. Some of us are having children. Some of us have, have lost loved ones and you can't have the same type of services that you've had before. I want you to look at things differently. And I know that we've been affected negatively by the pandemic, but I want you to use it much like a wrestling move. Uh, whereas 
it feels like, it looks like, it seems like it has you. I want you to use the weight of the pandemic against itself. And I want you to turn some things into more of a positive than what they already are in your life. What can you do with what you have? What can you create where you are? How can you think differently instead of it causing you to feel like, oh, my God, this is the worst year we've ever experienced. And I know that we've experienced some very turbulent things this year, 2020. I know that. But I've looked at it to say, you know what? How can I find positivity in the negative things that I have experienced? How can I change the narrative? How can I disseminate my messages even differently? How can I think differently now in the midst of all of the negative things that I'm experiencing? And the first thing that I came up with is that I'm taking control. I'm taking ownership of how I think. I'm taking ownership of how I feel. I'm not going to allow what this pandemic is causing to happen in our nation as well as in our world to affect my thinking. Oh, let that sit there for just a second, because if you're not careful, uh, one of the things that you can be impacted by during this pandemic is your attitude. You know, you could have been an upbeat you know, easygoing person. And now all of a sudden you're irritable. No one really wants to be around you because you haven't really sat down to really think about the adverse effect that this pandemic could potentially be having on you. We're looking at life differently now. I believe that normal is gone. And I don't believe that uh, used to be is coming back. I believe that we're going to be faced with a new normal and it's up to each and every one of us to think differently and to feel differently about ourselves and about our nation. So that means that we've got to take more ownership about our lives. What I really mean by taking more ownership is that I'm once again, I'm going to say this. I don't want what's happening in our nation to affect me mentally. I don't want it to affect me emotionally. Every time I turn on the news, every time I'm searching on my phone, every time I'm on my computer, I don't want the news snippets that are coming by to cause me to feel down or to cause me to think negative. Oh my God, we're looking at the worst death rate in the next couple, three months than we've seen during the whole time of this pandemic. Turn the television off. Change the channel, search differently on your phone or your computer, because one of the things that I have done is I've taken more time to think not just about myself, but to think about how can I disseminate information differently? How can I take all of this negative stuff that's happening and turn it into a positive? How can I continue to get positive messages and positive vibes out? I do that by first starting with me. Yeah, I was impacted. All of us have been. We've had friends, family members, or at least someone that we know that has had this COVID-19 virus. And hopefully in, in most cases, if not all, they've come through it okay. I've had friends that have lost family members. I have. And one of the things that I try to say is that we've got to keep moving forward. 
Yes, there is a grieving period. Yes, you're going to feel down. You're going to feel sad. Yes, we couldn't have the turnout in the service that we really wanted to. But how would our friend or family member have felt about us still being here? I would like to think that they would have wanted us to continue with life. Yes, grieve, feel sad for a moment, but get up, get reengaged. How can you get reengaged with friends and family on Facebook, text messages, Zoom conferences? You can still talk to friends, still talk to families. And yes, I know we have some family members that are older and may have some pre-existing conditions. What creative ideas do you have to come up with to keep the line of communication open and free? Because they still need to know that we love them. They still need to know that even though we may not be able to get together as often or at all, we can still come up with different ideas in different ways to continue the line of communication to make sure it stays open. Because here's the thing, people that are older and especially those that have existing conditions, you can think all kind of things. And a lot of the things that you're thinking and at a lot of times, I'm sure they're not always positive because the human mind is it's like open and susceptible to so many different thoughts. And it can make you feel like, oh, my God, this is going to happen or that's going to happen. And what if that's when you need friends and family to do whatever to keep in touch with you through video conferencing, through text messaging and through phone calls? Because there are those of us now that are working at home and then that can be an issue in and of itself. Because your home, this is your place of solitude. This is your place of comfort, your place of of love and joy and peace. And now you're answering emails. You're doing job activities, you know, over your computer. And if you're not careful, that work period of your day can cross over into your personal life. You can find yourself looking at your emails, seven o'clock, eight o'clock, 10 o'clock at night. And what has happened in essence is your workday now has infiltrated your life and you don't really have that separation that you had prior to this pandemic of leaving your house and going to work. So that means now you've got to create a different type of work environment attitude. Oh, how about that? A work environment attitude change and shift needs to take place because sometimes think about it like this. When you've gone, when you've actually gone to work, think about the things that transpire during the day, the conversations that you're having with coworkers, the deadlines that you have, and sometimes the frustrations and different things that you go through. They have been in the workplace. Now they're under the same roof that you live under. And if you're not careful, it can infiltrate that peace and that tranquility that you have at home and it can jeopardize it because you're frustrated and you're stressed about work. And this work now is in my home under my roof emails. I'm answering emails under my roof. I'm completing job activities under my roof. Yeah. I'm supposed to stop at four o'clock or five o'clock or five thirty. Yeah, I can stop. But every time I pass my computer, I want to open it up and I want to answer an email. And in my mind, I'm trying to treat my job like I'm treating the 
tasks that I have around the house. I want to make sure I get the clothes washed. I want to make sure I keep the dishes washed. So when you walk past your computer, if you're not careful, your mind can kind of tell you, why don't you get caught up? Why don't you get ahead tomorrow? And if you're not careful, you'll be sitting at a desk in your home, in front of your computer, taken away from your personal time and your family time, trying to get caught up. You'll never get caught up like that because you're jeopardizing your peace. You're jeopardizing your joy. You're jeopardizing your rest because you're not separating your mind and your heart from your job. I want you to create a space in your home if you can. Everyone's home is not the same size and you may not have the room available, but wherever you work, get a dedicated workspace, dedicated workspace. Don't allow that dedicated workspace to be in the same space that you sit on, on your sofa, in front of the television or at your dinner table. Because if it is, then you've got to really bring about separation in your mind when it's dinner time, when it's lunchtime, when it's breakfast time. Because if not, when you sit down in that same space where you're supposed to be comfortable, where you're supposed to be relaxed, where you're supposed to be enjoying your family or at least enjoying your time alone, where you have peace, eating, kickback, relaxing, you won't find the same thing happening. You won't find that same peace. You won't find that same level of relaxation because you're thinking once you sit in that same space. Unconsciously, what happens is your mind starts to revert to work mode and you find yourself a little antsy. I can't relax as much as I want to because I'm thinking about that email I need to respond to or I'm thinking about what I need to complete. Get you a dedicated workspace at home. And when you enter into that workspace, put your mind on work mode. Until you have completed everything you need to complete. So you're going to have to be careful because I know working at home, sometimes you kind of feel like, you know, if I don't have an email, I've got about 20 or 30 minutes. I can perhaps wash some clothes or I can do some other things around the house. Now, what you have done is you've integrated your home life with your work life. And you don't have any separation. And when you don't have separation, what happens when you log off of your computer? Are you really logged off or did you just turn your computer off and you're still in work mode? Because you can be impacted by your day when you feel like you've already clocked out of your work day. So these are challenges that we've never experienced before because we've never been in this pandemic before. I want you to navigate it differently. So that you can still take time for your journals, because I know that there are those of us out there that have journals. You know, I don't want you to look at it like, you know, it's a work part of your day because you have a journal entry. I want you to be able to separate it in your mind when it's time for you to get off work, get off work. If your workplace, because it's under the roof that you live under, if your workplace is on that sofa or at that dinner table when you close your computer i want you to separate your mind from work mode to now this is personal time 
And I want you to say that this is not my work table now. This is my dinner table. This is my lunch table. This is my breakfast table. This is the time where our family are going to come together and we're going to sit down and we're going to eat. We're going to laugh. We're going to talk a little bit. And it doesn't have anything to do with work. Because if you're not careful, you already stressed by work because there's a lot of things you have to do differently. There's just a lot of workload. And then with a family and for those of you that are by yourself, it doesn't mean that you don't have stress, that you're not impacted by what's going on because you are. I want you to be able to separate your work from your home. And if you can't literally do this, I'm not suggesting that you go out on your deck, on your front porch or in your car and work. It's not what I'm suggesting. But I'm saying now I want you to have a dedicated mindset when it's time for you to get up and go to work and you're going to work maybe downstairs or in a different room. I want you to dedicate that space to it. And for those of us that may not have enough room in our homes to do that, and our workspace is on that same sofa where we look at television and relax and chill out or at the dinner table, then it's got to be a mind thing. This is important because it helps you to navigate the stresses that are associated with work and with this pandemic. Because whether you're willing to admit it or not, this pandemic has affected all of us. And this is why I'm coming up here now and I'm saying something about navigating this pandemic. I want you to navigate your emotions differently. I want you to navigate your mental capacity differently because the stresses of life are still there and perhaps even more so because of this pandemic. We don't know when it's going to be over. They're coming up with a vaccine. We've heard so much negative stuff concerning the vaccine. You know, you don't even know what to think. So I'm trying to say something today to keep you in a good mental and emotional space. Because whether you like it or not, this pandemic is here, whether it has affected you or not, this pandemic is here. And the one question that we have is when will it end? And I don't believe anyone can really tell us when it's going to end. So until then, We've got to come up with creative ways to have fun and to enjoy our families. And for those of us that are by ourselves, you've got to really work on this and you've got to be intentional about it. Because for those of us that are single or still living alone or whatever, if you're not intentional, your workday comes into your living environment and it starts to affect you emotionally and mentally. You're carrying your computer around the house. You've got the computer on the table and you're trying to eat and you're trying to multitask. No, do one or the other. If it's doing your workday, let's go ahead on and work. But when your workday is over, don't incorporate your workday into your personal time because you're finished and you're off the clock. This is important because pandemic chances are it's still going to be here for a minute. And when we get a better understanding of how to navigate our personal life with our work life, 
in the midst of this pandemic because we're still at home. Lots of us are working from home. And for those of us that are not working from home and you physically have to go to a job, it's the same thing. Separate your mind when you walk out of that workplace because you need more calmness and more tranquility, more peace, more joy in your mind and heart now than ever before because this pandemic could still last for a minute. I'm just trying to offer wisdom because wisdom is the principal thing. And I know that I had to think differently. I had to make some adjustments. I had to go more into creative mode. What could I do for myself? How could I conduct my life differently? What could I come up with? Could I go back and revisit some old dreams, some old ideas and rejuvenate those things? You know, to fill in the blanks of my day once I got off work. Or for those of you that may not even be working a job, you know, go back and rejuvenate those dreams. Go back, pull out a fresh notebook, label it differently. Dream refresher. (laughs) No, we got to do something differently now. We've got to do more than just pray. We got to do more than just read our Bibles. We've got to do more than just work. We've got to do more than just look at that television or play video games or sit in the house with our families. We've got to be creative to really keep the juices of peace and joy flowing. Because sometimes you can find yourself getting frustrated and antsy about nothing. Little small things. You're in the midst of a pandemic. You know, and there's some of us that want to wear a mask. Some of us don't. Everyone has their own thoughts. Everyone has their feelings about it. You got to navigate all of this kind of stuff. I just want you to be a lot calmer about it. And perhaps you are on the outside. But what's going on in your heart? What's going on between the ears in your mind? What are you really thinking? I think we need to take more time to sit down with our families. I was talking to my son earlier today. He's talking about his boys. You know, they're in middle school playing football. And I was like, son, what are you doing? What is this looking like? Because he he lives out of state. And he's like, dad, we can't even practice now. We're trying to get fields so that we can practice in. And it's hard. He goes because the police, you know, they're mandating uh, restrictions. And they don't want you doing it. So a lot of times we've got to travel just to be able to get a practice field. And then there are other times that, you know, we're using the backyards of parents homes. And we're trying to run plays. How do you talk to children? When their life now is so upside down. We've never experienced anything like this. So you need a calm voice to come through sometimes and just say, hey, you know what? I don't know all of the right answers, but I know what peace feels like. I know what happiness feels like, and I know I want to be peaceful and I know I want happiness. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to take the little that I do have to work with because they're not giving us a whole lot to work with now, because it, it seems like every other week or so we're coming up with different restrictions that can create stress. So you stay calm with everything that you hear. You use your intellect. You use the goodness that's in your heart to create ways to stay in touch with your family, to communicate to those that still live in the same house with you. And for those of you that are living alone, 
Pick up the phone more. Text more. Get involved with Facebook and Twitter. And if that's not your thing, write, journal, be creative, come up with something, come up with ideas that can refresh how you think. Once again, this pandemic could still be here for a while. We've got to learn how to navigate it even better than what we're doing now. I don't want what they tell me on the news what I read about in news articles, I don't want that to affect how I feel. So sometimes, you know, I'm not going to read everything. And other times that I do, I'm not going to allow what I read to affect what's going on in my heart and in my mind. I'm going to keep hope alive. It's not just a phrase to me. It's a way of life. You got to hold on to hope with everything that you have, because we're in the middle of this viral pandemic now. What's next? (laughs) I don't know. Will the vaccine really turn out to be great? Or will it have adverse effects? On elderly, on young, on women, on men, those that are pregnant, not pregnant, those that already have uh pre-existing conditions. I don't know. That's why it's always so important to stay calm and to do everything that we can to be as normal as possible because the normal that we used to know it's gone. And I'm not trying to be pessimistic, but I don't believe it's coming back. I don't. So my new normal is going to be filled with with joy and peace. I'm going to be sitting behind the steering wheel of my life. I'm not going to allow a party or anything else or anyone else to dictate my joy and my happiness, my peace. I'm going to be in control of my own peace. I'm going to be in control of my own joy. So the practical things that I'm laying out now about your work day or the hours that you spend working during your day, get you a dedicated location space in your home. And for those of you that may not have homes that are large as others, and you don't have a room that you can dedicate with a door, segregate your mind. When you are working, you're just working to get your job done. Just like you're physically located in that place. But then once your workday is over, close your computer, turn your computer off, shut your workday down. If you need to pack up your computer, put it in the closet, pack it up, put it in the closet. So that your home. Remains your home. So that the time that you spend working in your home. You don't allow that work environment to invade your home environment. Keep it separated. This is important. Because the stresses that are associated with work and pandemic can affect where you live and it can affect how you live as well as where you live. So I hope that you're able to gravitate to what I'm saying today, and I hope that it's going to make a huge difference. You're going to see your stress level come down. 
you're going to see the way that you navigate things are going to be differently because you're learning, you know, the impacts of working at home because sometimes working at home is not all it's cracked up to be. You've got to be able to separate how you think and how you feel during your work day so that that doesn't invade the peace that you want to live in in your home. Because you don't want to be frustrated in your home because you're frustrated about something you had to complete surrounding your job. Keep it separated. If you have to sit at the same table that you're going to eat on, when you close your computer, take your computer off that table. Take it in your room, put it in a drawer, put it in a bag, put it in a closet. Get your work day and the things that you deal with during your work day completely out of the way. So that you navigate your life differently, not just your work day, you navigate your life differently. Hey, look, this has been D. Gerard on the principal thing. Always remember that wisdom is always the principal thing, and that wisdom connects to purpose. There's a purpose in everything that we're doing. And I'm trying to positively impact you in a way that the way you live your life is filled more with joy and peace and happiness. Until the next time, which will probably be next week, I look forward to talking with you again. Going to have some very important guests on here pretty soon. And I'll follow that up with some announcements, some advertisements to let you know who's coming. And the things that we'll be talking about, it's going to be exciting. But until then, always try to share the broadcast. Tell somebody about the broadcast. It's the principal thing. Always log on. Try to find us. You know, the principal thing, we should be on all of your regular networks of, you know, podcast streaming uh, platforms. And you can always email us at the principal thing podcast at gmail.com just in case you have questions or you may want to be a guest. Thank you for your time. It means a lot. And I appreciate it until the next thing. Until the next time, this is D Gerard. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Join host D Gerard Lindsay again next week as we discover how to successfully navigate life with wisdom, knowledge, and understanding and learn the principal thing where wisdom meets purpose.